From the studios of Advancing Vibrant Communities in Modesto, California, this is Lighthouse Live Radio on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Welcome to Lighthouse Live, the radio voice of advancing vibrant communities. Our mission is to motivate believers to move out from the four walls of the church to personally serve the needs of their neighborhoods. Get ready for a no-holds-barred, honest look at the Christian lifestyle the way Christ commanded it to be. All that and more coming right up here on Lighthouse Live. And good evening to you, wherever you may be around the world. Pastor Mike Douglas with you. Welcome to Lighthouse Live on the Lighthouse Live International Podcasting Network. Great to have you with us. And uh, we finally moved into summer here in the Central Valley of California. Ah, uh, We were kind of going through the whole four seasons again uh, in the uh, latter part of yeah. May. That was, you know, in the... the the thing is, I got all the titanium weeds cut down. Good for you. I figured the rains are over. You know, Mr. John Deere and I were out there. We took care of business. And then the rains came again. Yes. And those weeds are back. You're those, back. Those things. Anyway, so, but I don't know wherever you are in the world, maybe you're going, I have no idea what he's talking about. Titanium you know, weeds. We do. We have titanium weeds. Those <laughs> those turkeys are nasty here, you know. Go away. Yeah. Here in California, Central Valley. And yeah. Anyway, great to have you with us. And, uh, you know, uh, in, in Japan, as uh, and I, I've studied, uh, actually, bunraku and, and some of the uh, right. arts of, of Japan over mm. the years. A friend of mine was uh, actually a puppeteer mm. and uh, did, did some research. And anyway, that many, many, many years ago, uh, decades ago, uh, the, the Japanese established what they call national treasures, and uh, that was to be a national treasure was was uh, to to receive an award, to receive recognition as an artisan in uh, in that culture. And we have we have national treasures here, and one of them is with us tonight. Yes, one of them is with us tonight. Do. Ruby Kennedy's with yes. us, and Ruby is just <laughs> you know if, if you're down and, and you're kind of depressed over something, and and you're kind of doing the pity party thing. You only need to spend two minutes in the room with this woman, and she'll shake you out of That's it. That's right. God just uses her in a powerful mm-hmm. way, and uh, of course, uh, her son Gardal Wilson, mm-hmm. one of one of our mm-hmm. great friends here, and mm-hmm. we're going to be talking to Ruby in just a couple of minutes. Right now, though, let's check in with our friends from Voice of the Martyrs. What's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Declaring independence in 1993, the country of Eritrea, located on the southwest coast of the Red Sea, could have become a model democracy for Africa. But in the past decade, the Marxist government orders the closing of all independent Protestant churches and begins imprisoning Christians at will. Some held in underground cells or metal shipping containers. There's no end in sight and no effort to hide this persecution. Already this year, more than 100 Christians have been detained during raids on churches in or near the capital, Asmara. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. 
You know, friends, as we think about that, uh, you know, there are several ways to, to look at that desperate situation uh, right now in that part of the world and then to think about uh, the the wonderful blessings that we have here in the United States of America and obviously always room for improvement, uh, obviously. But, you know, as as believers, I think it just points to the necessity of the church of Jesus Christ to be in the community yes. constantly, not in this event, but day in and day out. And Ruby, we were just talking a few moments ago about the fact that there was a movie that came out called Misrepresentation, and you were given the opportunity to be on a panel there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we need to take those opportunities as they come, and you don't get those opportunities if you're not in the community doing business in the community, rubbing shoulders with people. And uh, it, 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 we can't stay in the silo. I'm getting wound up. It's only one okay. two or three minutes. It's I'm already show. getting wound up here. That. But anyway, so it just, it just points to the fact, you know, the, 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 our salvation is not in politics. Hmm. You know, politics is not the Savior. We need to be involved in politics, yes. absolutely, mm-hmm. to be salt and light. But uh, we know who our Savior is, mm-hmm. and uh, I prefer to do it His way. Absolutely. Amen. All right, Absolutely. loving our neighbors, loving God with everything uh, that we have. So, words of encouragement there. Yes. I don't know where I was going with. It. I just well, got kind of. I, I think you for driving it pretty good. That's okay. On that one, hold yeah. that thought. Okay. We'll do a we'll few opportunities, thought. and then we'll come back to those thoughts. Uh, the Volunteer Center of the United Way, the Parent Resource Center, uh, they're having their health fair, and that's uh, Thursday, June 16th, this Thursday, from 10 to 1 at the agency's office. Now, this free event features uh, health screenings, uh, dental education, and free screenings for children uh, from 0 to 5, diabetes education and awareness, summer recipe demonstrations, and free samples. That's fun. Fun children's games activities and prizes you can dance your way to fitness that sounds fun huh ruby yes i'd hurt myself <laughs> well okay that might be interesting to watch but no neighbor no <laughs> no okay. well they probably have a professional standing by for people yeah probably the mental health but... <laughs> professionals would be needed if you were watching me dance but anyway go ahead the na- the Neighborhood Activities Education. You can meet MIDs, that's Modesto Irrigation District Splasher, and uh, learn about summer safety and visit the closed closet and much, much more. Volunteers ages 13 years and older needed to help out with setup and cleanup and uh, attendee directions. And, of course, they wouldn't have me in that department. I wouldn't be the person giving directions there. But as a whole other story, children's activities, flexible scheduling, and that's available from 8.30 until 2 uh, Nurturing volunteers ages 14 years and older are needed uh, on an ongoing basis to help with child care supervision, participating in fun, creative activities with the children while parents are attending class on site. Now, scheduling uh, is available Monday and Wednesday mornings and Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons. Volunteers must have a current TB clearance and a background check for individuals 18 years and older. The Parent Resource Center provides emotional and educational support for parents in nurturing and guiding their children through the critical first five years of a child's life to decrease the risk of child abuse, neglect, and family violence. You know, we partner with the Parent Resource Mm -hmm. here a lot. They give us calls for families who are in need uh, quite
quite often, and we just uh, encourage you to get involved with them. The Gallo Center for the Arts joined this celebration to kick off the 2011-2012 season, bringing arts and culture to the community by attending a volunteer orientation. That's Thursday, June 23rd at 6 p.m. Volunteers ages 18 years and older are needed as theater ushers, greeters, a cashier, and the like. Volunteers provide visitors and patrons with timely, accurate, and consistent information about the center's programs and activities and are a primary source of assistance behind the scenes. Interested individuals should be energetic, outgoing, professional, interested in working as a team with other community volunteers and complete training sessions, uh, able to stand for three to four hours and commit to a minimum of three performances per month for one year of service. Now, the mission of the Gallo Center for the Arts is to enrich the quality of life here in the Central Valley by providing an inspirational civic gathering place where regional, national, and international cultural activities illuminate, educate, and entertain. We have several of our volunteers that we volunteer. Do. Yeah, some of our furniture oh, friends and construction have. friends yes. are there. Yeah, and so. West Modesto Learning Center, take your love of gardening. Yes, to the next level while helping the community. Does that include my titanium weeds? I Probably think not. that, well, I don't yeah. know. We might find a place where titanium weeds can be helped or eradicated. Eradicated, yes. killed, mutilated. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> operated, this is operated by the West Modesto King Kennedy Neighborhood Collaborative. The Learning Center is a six-acre semi-urban farm located mm-hmm. in Ceres to provide affordable and healthy food at the West Modesto Farmers Market and a community-supported agricultural vegetable basket subscription program beginning in August. This is a really cool thing. This unique opportunity to work in sustainable agricultural and subscription program is available throughout the year. Now, working with farm manager, volunteers, okay, listen up, ages 18 years and older, will plant, maintain, harvest, and market fruit and vegetable gardens and crops. Um, Previous experience in organic crop production, pest control, soil, fertility, irrigation systems, titanium, no, just kidding, (laughs) and safe operation of farm equipment is desired but not required. Uh, Flexible scheduling is available. The agency's mission is to bring a cohesive and diverse group of neighbors together, we love that, to find common ground and to build an understanding of the diverse groups so that lasting relationships, there you go, lasting relationships can be established, which will provide a safe and healthy environment for children and for everybody. And if you have any questions about titanium weeds, call Barbara Borba. She's going to say, what are those guys doing? No, just kidding. (laughs) On any of these events, call her at 209-524-1307, extension 113. Again, uh, 209-524-1307, extension 113. Or email her, bborba at uastan.org. We have a grandma raising her three grandchildren. Happens a lot in today's society. Mm-hmm. And uh, she certainly has her hands full. She is disabled herself, or as our friend Dave would say, she's differently able. And they need a kitchen table with chairs and a dresser. If you, uh, dear friend, have any of these items to donate uh, to make uh, life just a little bit easier during the season, please call us and we'll pick them up and even deliver to them. Uh, Call us at 209-544-9571. Again, we can be reached at 209-544-9571. 
I'd be glad to get that to them. Do you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow. I mean, besides Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, June 14th. It's flag Day. Flag Day, yes. And do yes. you know what else it is? What else is it? The U.S. Army was really born on in uh, 1775 on June 14th. Flag Did day. you know that oh. on Flag Day? We know that now. Yeah, the Continental Congress. Awesome. Uh, and it was uh, in, in preparation for meeting the British in Boston. And uh, there, there were 10 companies, uh, I think, uh, uh, most of them from Maryland, a couple from Virginia, a couple from Philadelphia. And uh, that, that's when the U.S. Army, the infantry, was, was actually born. All right. Happy Just birthday. full yes. of information. Well, you, that was very, very You often say I'm cool. full of it, but well, I've got good information. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I mean. Why did I beat you to it? Thank you for. Did um, you know that? That was I, an interesting thing. I did not thing. know I just, that. Uh, no, I did not know that. that. Today. I'm glad that you shared that I'm with us. I'm still learning you things. Are, you know what? And that's so important that you are still learning. That's I right. like that. And uh, that's very important. I hope that we all continue to still learn because if we stop learning, that's not a good thing. I learned a lot about titanium weeds. And you know what? I did not know there was such things. There titanium are. weeds. It's an amazing thing. Well, returning yeah. to us tonight, dear friends, queen of community, community activist, and Clear Choice Award winner, our dear, dear friend and sweet sister, Ruby Kennedy. We are so glad to have you back. Oh, I'm so grateful to be back. Uh, anytime you have the space, you know, I'm a pretty big girl. So no, well. I tell you what, we always have a space for you here. Well, I just, uh, I was speaking of uh, big as in huge as in, needing to stay on the track, you know, uh, exercising so that... We were uh, just talking about the track. Yeah, I need absolutely. to be out there with you. And this, with the heat, you know, increasing the way absolutely. it is, I don't know. We yeah. just, uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, you have had many titles and uh, have held many jobs throughout your lifetime, and you have done them all very well. Well... I suppose that's true. I, I, you know, I, you're the one that have, you know, are, you're one of the people that uh, have observed some of the things or have read about some of the things that I've done. But, you know, when you're doing things, you don't think in terms of uh, what effects really that's going to come from this, you know. Uh, for an example, we discussed before the nine foreign students that I'd had the, yes. from the different countries. Yes. And... Um, other things that I've done uh, with older people, um, now that I am older, I can look back and they're the ones that remind me hmm. because I think truly when you do things and just do them because they you have the ability to do or, or have been asked, you don't think in terms of later down the road. But as God has said, those were seeds being planted, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm reaping the harvest right now. I truly am. Uh, I mentioned earlier before the show of a call that I received three days ago. The lady called my home, and she said, Ruby, Ruby Kennedy? I said, yes. She said, you don't know me, but I want to tell you, but I prayed for you, and I'm say I want mm. you to have a blessed day. Mm. And I was taken back. I can't remember the day that someone has called and said they prayed for me, mm. and that my day would be blessed. 
and I, of course, returned that to her as well. I was quite taken back. So those are the kinds of things you can't buy. Absolutely. And uh, so I'm hopefully these are not uh, the weeds he's talking about. I'm getting. <laughs> I, I'm really getting the. Good, th- good seeds are being planted, and I'm getting good stuff. I think when you do things, you do it as unto the Lord. And it's that, uh, you know, you were telling us that since you were with us last, what an incredible, you know, you're seeing the transformation oh. take place. And we were talking a little bit about that because we're reading a great book right now, Mike, about that transformation. And that was just, it was interesting that she said that, and it just kind of brought that home because when we go through those transformations, we kind of, you know, that, that kind of drives that idea home. Absolutely. Um, I was speaking about um, my daily talks with the Lord and how I can truly see that he is transforming me. First of all, I ask him to do so mm. because I became aware and had been told many years ago that I was a very had a very strong personality and uh, my voice was very very strong and you know and all of these it, it didn't sound very positive so I just talked with the Lord about it and I said Father transform me into really the kind of person that you want me to be and I'm telling you that I can see little tiny things happening in my life. And that is, I am aware that when I speak to certain people or almost anyone, but certain people that I am, I'm, I'm gentler. My voice is quieter though. I might be saying the same kinds of positive things that I want to get over but I say, I, I say them in a different way, and I know it's nothing but the Holy Spirit that guides me. Because as you can see, I'm sort of holding down now, I mean, you know. But really and truly, these are little tidbits of things being shown to me that I can see the difference in my soul. You know, that that's quite a concept that, that you bring up, because I think a, a lot of us go through life, and, and especially many of us that have been tracking with the Lord for, for many, many years, and I think sometimes there's an assumption, he's doing a work in me, but uh, this is a very interesting thing that you bring up, intentionally asking yes. for transformation, and certainly... You know, you look at the Apostle Paul and 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 uh, some of the, the great Hall of Famers, and uh, I, I'm I'm thinking that had to be part of their secret to really tracking and taking uh, taking advantage of those opportunities that God gave them. Absolutely, um, those were the examples. But of course, Christ Himself um, left all that we need to know about how to be transformed. But He says, renewing my mind. Mm. And renewing, if my mind's renewed, then my spirit is going to be renewed. I believe this. And I know this to be true because I have attracted people of all stages of life, I mean wealthy as well, who have embraced me just this past week, truly with great hugs and kisses, literally. And they've said to me, when you were a nurse, you did such and such for me. Ruby, you probably have forgotten it, but I remember these are people that I had forgotten, don't remember, but they remember me. Mm-hmm. One in particular, I have to share this with you. She said she had worked for one of the banks in town, B of A, by the way, 
And she said, oh, you used to come in, she said, and we just would look forward to see, she said, you were just so happy and, you know, like a little black bird jumping about and <laughs> cheerful. And she said, and I had to stop her, and I said, you mean, did I have any money in those days? What was I doing? <laughs> She said, well, I'm not sure with how much money you had. She said, but we really used to look uh, forward to seeing you. She said, I work there, and I'll never forget you. And she gave me one of the biggest hugs here at uh, an event this past weekend. So um, these are the kinds of things that make me aware that I want to be really aware of how I perform when I'm out and when I'm in my home, because all of that matters. You know, we're different in the home than we are outside. But I want to be the same loving, mm. kind person. Mm. I want my children to say I'm not <clears throat> a Dr. Jekyll and, and Ms., Mrs. Hyde or whatever. Right, right. But so, of course, realizing that God knows all things and I cannot fool him. I cannot pretend uh, I am not an actor with my God. And so when I do act, I want it to be legit and be real. And so that's why I went to him and asked him to straighten those things that were not uh, right, that were not uh, acceptable, that uh, would deter me from maybe uh, uh, leading someone to get to know him. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. King David went through that process, didn't he? Uh, search me, O oh God. You know, one thirty nine sums. My isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. too. Oh, and and yes. what the the scary thing is that God takes us up on that, doesn't He? Yes, He does. And you know, when we read Scripture, and I'm doing more of it, and I'm so grateful now. I realize. Uh, many ministers used to say, the more you read, you're just going to enjoy. Well, when I was younger, I never thought that I would really enjoy Scripture. But I'm telling you, it, it's fantastic. It really, really is. And when he tells you in that Psalms about, it's almost incon- uh, it, it, incomprehensible to me. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. I can't fool this guy, this that's creator. Right. If he knew me then before I was nothing but substance, you know. And so therefore, I'm, I'm just eager every day. I'll soon be 76. And I tell you, every day I am eager for the next day that if he gives it to me, I tell me, you know, if you've got it for me, I'm ready. (laughs) I I really do. And And I'm eager to see what he's going to place on my path or whom. And how I'll be able to deal with it. And at the end of the night, of the evening, when I say my prayers and thank him for the day, I go, wow. You know, sometimes I'm just blown away, truly. Ruby, I wish our listeners could see you and see what we can see here in the studio tonight because you say that you are, what, what did you say, 76? I'll, I'll be no, 76. There is no way. There yes. is yes. no way. You are, not that 76 isn't beautiful, you are absolutely gorgeous. Look at your skin, well, your I hair, you. you just I, are. I and you. can you believe she's 76, Mike? No. I can't either. Mike can't see anything but those weeds right now. (laughs) He's still, that's still on his mind. You are vivacious. You are vibrant. You are youthful. You are bouncy. You are glowing. You are just, you're youthful. But you know, uh, Elaine, those are the kinds of, uh, those are blessings that God has given me and I don't take it for granted. I think in one of our other sessions, I mentioned that black don't crack, but, uh, and I still believe that, but, uh, 
Yes, you, know, you were speaking of the sun. I, I don't have a problem with that. But what I'm saying, these are really extra blessings yes. that I know mm. because God has kept my brain intact. Mm. And I thank him every day for Amen. that. Mm. Because if your brain is working and you're, 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 you've changed your lifestyle as a spiritual woman that wants to be recognized as a Christ-like person, mm-hmm. then those are the things that are most important, and you can serve others. Yes. See, when the brain's gone, you can forget it. That must be my problem. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. You know, he no. tells us that looks are fleeting, but, you know, it's, yes. it's what's in the inward, and he knows our hearts. Yes. He yes. knows our hearts. And with that, Ruby, I, I think it's important to point out, because you have tremendous, a tremendous story. And, uh, and, and yes. guard all is a tremendous story. Tracking with God, asking him to, for us to go through this transformation involves yucky stuff in life. Absolutely. There are going to be huge bumps in the road. Oh, Let's talk yes. a little bit about the value of saying, you know what? That's part of it. And we grow through that. Absolutely. I, I recall, um, some years ago in my life when it was a very painful, um, time. Uh, I was going through a divorce. I had um, encountered some terrible things uh, you find out about your mate that you didn't want to know. And as a result of that, and again, I want to I'll say this before I go on with the story. I was not as strong as I am in the word in my prayer life. So it hit me harder. I had four children. The oldest was 14. And I just could not, I had made up my mind, I could not continue the life that I had with my, with my husband and raise my children in a Christian environment. It was mm-hmm. almost an impossibility. And he was not an active one, let's say. He knew the Lord. We had, that's when we met, we knew that we were both Christians, but we were not Christ-like. Mm-hmm. I believe truly there is a difference. So, uh, after the divorce, it was very, very stressful for me uh, financially as well. And I became a bitter person. I did not want to go to church. I felt that somehow the pastor, not my particular pastor, but in my years, early years as a young person, had not emphasized to me what God likes about uh, or hates divorce and that kind of thing and how to to get on with life in case it happens and all of the things that needed to build on. So I was very bitter and I stopped going. And I, one day I was sitting home and I, the Holy Spirit began to speak within me because I didn't like the man anymore, my ex-husband. I didn't like him. I really wished he had died. I really, I, I was hoping that someone would have knocked on the door and um, I would have gone to view the body and been a happy camper. Mm. But the Holy Spirit talked with me and he said, you know, the way to get on with your life and to get over this, I want you to remember the good things about this man. You have four children. You have had wonderful times you visited many countries and been places and have done wonderful things 
fun things that you'll not forget. So I am the bearer and the one to bring those things to mind. Now, he talked with me within my soul. It was nothing I heard from the outside or the radio or whatever. And I began to meditate on those things. And my my soul, I began to feel a calmness in my soul. Hmm. I began to visit my ex-husband and do things for him. And I began to feel better. And my children appeared to be happier because I was, I'm sure, see, when you change yourself, you can change your surroundings and things that you, that you do and, and uh, that happens to you, those that you love. And I tell you that I am a believer in the way the Holy Spirit works. There are many people I've met that say, well, I don't know, you know, something said to me. Well, I'm calling him what he is. He is a comforter. Mm. And that's what he brought me. Mm. He brought me comfort. He put me back on the road as a believer that Jesus the Christ can take care of all those things when your heart is truly heavy. And I'm speaking to anyone out there that I'm telling the healing process comes in time. And it closes like you would open a door wide, but just slowly closes itself till it's all closed off Mm -hmm. and the fresh newness comes in. Amen. Amen. Eugene Peterson has uh, captured so much of of Scripture in a a very unique way. And and I believe the Holy Spirit worked through him powerfully and... and, uh, Elaine and I were just looking at Romans 12 Mm -hmm. as you were talking, Ruby. And and here's um, the translation from the message. Mm -hmm. Romans 12, beginning in verse 9. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Mm -hmm. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the master, cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Bless, you were just talking about this, should be bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. <laughs> Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy. Share tears when they're down. Get along with each other. Don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. Don't hit back. Discover beauty in everyone. If you've got it in you, get along with everybody. Don't insist on getting even. That's not for you to do. I'll do the judging, says God. I'll take care of it. That's beautiful. It is so true. And you know, the thing is that after reading um, and um, meditating on certain things that would help me, I would read some of the uh, books on health and how we now know that when you have that kind of hatred and and uh, just resentment within you, you become ill. And I was always one who wanted good health. And as a result of my being transformed, turning this over to God, 
I'm a healthy person, mentally and physically. You bet. I am blessed. You bet. You are blessed. And and, and that just takes us right in to the song I was telling you we are excited to play. We welcome Mandisa, our musical guest this week. Her song is entitled Stronger, just like we were talking about. We say amen to that on Lighthouse Live, and we'll be back right after this. Good news instead of standing there stuck out in the weather. 
Vandisa mm-hmm. and Stronger on Lighthouse Live with Pastor Mike, Elaine, and Ruby Kennedy. Isn't that great? Beautiful, yes, I tell yes, you. I you know, Ruby, as we're listening to that and, and, and thinking about your, your statements right before uh, we listened to that song, we are talking about unnatural responses that require a supernatural God. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of the themes that you were talking about, the Mandisa was just... Issues of forgiveness, not natural. Mm-hmm. Living at peace, yes. not natural. Uh, loving your enemies, <laughs> not natural. <laughs> Seeing and acknowledging there's purpose in our current trials, not natural. Right. And and especially what the, what the song was just talking about, perseverance in terms of really living the hope. You know, we can persevere grumpily, oh, can't we? Absolutely. We can, we can be grumpy, you know, uh, but, but really what we're encouraged to do is persevere and live the hope. And I would think, uh, Ruby, over, over many years of experience, that, that probably is not something that the light goes on right away. That's something that we learn over time, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I was thinking in terms of... Um the situation, as I stated to you prior to, uh, that happened in my life and how God, uh, showed me how to overcome that and move on with my life. And as the song just said, you overcome it, you know, and, and at the time you, you don't know how, but see again, he does not allow us to look around the bin. He said, trust me. And his words are true. And when we trust him and do the things that he wants us to do in, 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 we're talking about in line with that particular problem, it works out. It truly does. I have been able to, since that situation, since my life has changed, and that's been 25, 30 years ago, in fact, a little bit more than that, um, I am helping my ex with his family. And he sees that I am strong in the word and that I will not allow anything Mm. to separate me from the love of God. How awesome is that? You know, you said that he doesn't allow us, God doesn't allow us to see. If he did allow us sometimes to see what's around the corner, think about that. I mean, you know. Yes, we would probably take our lives or do terrible things. I'd vapor lock right there. Me too. Yeah. I don't want to go around that bin knowing what's there. Right. You know, so yes. I, I think there's method in, in that, isn't there? There is. Um, this particular uh, ex-husband, as I say, we are friends now. Uh, he is not well at this time, but he goes to church, and I see him sometimes. And when he's not there, I call and say, mm-hmm. well, how are you? And it gives me great pleasure. And I'm not doing it um, because somebody else will know. It's because I am truly concerned. This is how God will take you from one place to another. Praise the Lord. You know, I'm not the same person that I was at that time. When I can pick up the phone and and bake something for him that I know he likes, you know, um, and be concerned. um, I'm just, and then when I see his, him, I see myself in a situation the opposite, how God has blessed me to be a blessing to him. This you, is the way he does things. Oh you know, it, it, it's baffling. You want to know, well, why him, Lord, you know? But I am so glad that I am able and willing to do that. 
You are such inspiration for me. <laughs> I, I, I truly, truly believe, you know, that first of all, I know that God has a work for us to do. Mm. And they, it all differs from person to person because we're not all alike. And he said that these many things would come into our lives. And as again, as the song said, it works out and it does. And you learn from it. You know, uh, you were speaking of Paul. I mean, I, you know, I often think about this man as Saul and the things that he did. No way did he think he would wind up being in history to lead billions of people with his life and what he did for the Lord, but what he had done against the Lord in the beginning. But it shows you what can be done mm-hmm. and how God can transform you. You know, he doesn't have to put your eyes out. He doesn't have to make you blind. You don't have to go to Damascus to have this happen. Right here in Modesto, there are things that are happening to many, many people. And he has put us, Pastor Mike and you, Elaine, to help people. That's one of the roles. That's why I believe I'm in Modesto, because I think I would have left here many years ago. But I've learned to love the city and the people therein. And if I can be a light, in fact, you must one day call my home and hear my message because that's one thing we want to warn people. If they call Ruby's house, they're going to get a message. <laughs> so if you're not willing to hear it, then you don't call. You were sharing with me earlier about some people who called your house. They got a message, all right. <laughs> I can't believe oh, these people I have who been call. Bom- it's like those, you know. Those, I have been bombarded oh in goodness. the past two months with calls that I first had won a $2 million. Oh. And I said to the man because I've heard of scams and I thank God after all of I've had at least 25 to 30 calls from these different people from different countries and the money's dwindling now it's down to about 10,000 and I said oh it 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 drops every day you know (laughs) they don't know who they got a hold of but I said to them well the two million well aren't you excited about the money And I said, well, if I had it before me, perhaps I would. I said, well, you should be happy. I said, well, money has never made anyone happy. The giving and the use of money makes people happy. I said, money itself has never done anything for anybody, but we can use it for the happiness for other people to make them. And so they would hang up and then they would call back sometime 730 in the morning. And say to me, you can give the money to Cancer Society or the uh, or the uh, the Heart Association. Aren't you glad to have this? And but the IRS must you must pay. You know the IRS. And I said, well, yes, they do want their monies. I said, so if you send me the money, I'll have my son <laughs> to um, keep it for several months, and then we will uh, pay the IRS, and then they'll hang up. But this has gone on and on mm, for about mm, mm, mm. really about. Um, Two months or more. And it's sad how many people succumb to that. Yeah, but I, and, I thank God scam, that I, I really, when I get off the phone, I said, I thank you, Father, that I'm not greedy, that yeah, all yeah, that I have right. in need of, your hands have provided. Mm-hmm. Greatest is faithfulness to me. Mm-hmm. Now, what do I want with that? It could only mean terrible things for me. First of all, it isn't legit. 
because I have yet in six weeks to get it. <laughs> and if it was, I certainly would be giving it to some of to some of the people that you know and that I know that need it. These people yeah. did not know who they had on yeah. the other end. You know, of I'm thinking of that. My my mom has in her home a little plaque up in the kitchen, and it says, "Money won't make you happy." But it's wonderful for quieting your nerves. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I do too. You know, speaking really of your mom, Mike, and, and uh, Ruby, we're leading up to uh, Father's Day here this week. And I'm just wondering, both you and, and Mike and, and Ruby, what in your lives uh, influences, uh, both of you can speak to this, uh, your fathers in your life and experiences, uh, uh, tributing uh, Father's Day, and I know Mike, you're a father and a wonderful father. We just want to honor that uh, in these these next few moments uh, of the show, and and just uh, take a moment to honor fathers and maybe have some uh, remembrances of of that for your lives, and and speak a little bit about that. Well, you're right about fathers. And you know, I, you said, I say right about, and that means that I am grateful that they give as much attention to fathers uh, as they should, mm. um, because it's always in the past when I was younger about mothers. Very seldom in my hometown, I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, mm -hmm. did they make a big to-do of fathers. And let's face it, fathers are definitely important. Yes. My mother and father had divorced when I was nine months old from what my mother told me, but my father was very active in my life. He lived about six or seven blocks from where I lived. And I, thanks be to God, took after my dad. My dad had a sense of humor and recall. He could tell jokes, and there were clean, beautiful jokes that I can recall him uh, putting me on his uh, knee and t telling me things. But um, my father was a multi-talented man. Mm. He could wire houses. In those days, you didn't have to have license. Mm. And he would cut hair on the weekend. And he had a regular job in the Cotton Belt, worked at the, um, the Cotton Belt Railroad uh, in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. So, and my father was just, a, he, I never saw him sad. He was always cheerful. If he was sad and he never showed it to, to the children, you know. And um, when we would come to visit him, he would say to his wife, Julia, make something for the kids. Always. He would just assume that we were hungry like kids are, you know. So I really, uh, though I didn't really grow up with my father, I knew where he was, and he always said that he would be there for me. And that was a very secure feeling. And so with my children, uh, Dad, I have already uh, posted um, a nice card for him. And, you know, you have to take time to look at those cards so that they can really mm -hmm. be what you want. I mean, say what you want to convey to mm -hmm. them. And I say to him that he was a good dad. He always liked to take the children fishing and um, up camping, something that I didn't care for because I don't like snakes, <laughs> uh, big ones or large ones. You have a lot ones, of snakes uh, in Arkansas. Yeah. We do know well, that. Well, yes, and yes. here in, in California, he would take them up to different areas, uh, Yosemite as well, and a lot of other areas, but they would go. And so he would, he would do that. He was always really, um, he loved his children. 
I can say that, and that's a good thing, you know. Uh, I have um, a great deal of respect for him for that because Wonderful. he would die for his children. Wonderful, good memories. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike Amen. has a lot of good memories about his father. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm thinking both uh, of my grandfather and, uh, and father, my grandpa. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, what I, what I really learned from him, and, and it's become more prominent now that I'm older, older. Uh, <laughs> is consistency in integrating your faith mm-hmm. into the rest of your life and not compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a pharmacist. Uh, but first of all, he was a believer, you oh, know, wonderful. and and uh, and and loving your neighbor as yourself. I mean, those were the days the pharmacist, if someone needed a, a little old lady needed a bottle of medicine at mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning, my grandpa would go down to the pharmacy, awesome. fill the prescription, and go yeah. deliver it. I mean, those were the days when, yeah. you know, customer service was, and and he invested in the lives of people. He yeah. invested in the lives of mm. of, of the community, mm-hmm. and uh, and was very involved. Mm-hmm. In, in community and, and in my life. And so I think I learned from him that real integration of your faith mm-hmm. uh, into your, your everyday life. And uh, from my dad, I think, uh, you know, I, involvement as a father. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember as, as a kid, uh, one of my buddies, and I, I still, you know, talk to this guy. I mean, we, we started kindergarten together, this yeah. buddy and me, and he still he lives in the Central Valley too. But anyway... Uh, he, he said one day to me, he says, man, your, your dad throws the ball with you. I said, well, doesn't everybody, well, no, my dad doesn't do that. I said, well, you're kidding. I thought everybody's dad, you know, did that. And, uh, and I learned a a great lesson about, um, how to, how to handle uh, major situations with your kids from him. And, you know, there's one incident I was, um, throwing the baseball against the side of the garage. Shouldn't have been doing that. Mm-hmm. Dumb idea, right? Anyway, there's a wood door that was a hollow door. Mm-hmm. And I threw a nice fastball at that door, and I made a big hole in the door. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I went in and said, Mom, I I put a big hole in the door with the baseball. She looked at me and says, Well, why don't you talk to your father when he gets home? Now, he was a naval reservist. He was coming mm-hmm. home from the Navy, mm-hmm. you know, for a mm-hmm. weekend active duty, right? So he comes home in his uniform, you know, and I go out there with my mitt and the baseball. I said, Dad, I need to sh- show you something. He says, what? Now, this is before cell phones. I knew he and Mom hadn't talked, right? There's no way they were talking to him. <laughs> yeah. So he, he comes right. He looks at the door. He says, did you do that? I said, yeah. I, it's kind of like George Washington, you know, in the tree, right? Yeah. I said, yeah. I, I said, how'd you do that? Well, I did. I threw, I threw the fastball at the door. He says, give me the ball. I said, oh, man, he's going to take my ball away from me. <laughs> and he looks at the door, and he does this wind-up. And he lets this fastball rip and puts a huge second hole in the door. Oh, my goodness. And he grabs the ball and he puts another hole in the door. And I'm going, (laughs) yeah! Oh, my. And Mom comes out to the porch and says, you boys, stop that. You boys. (laughs) I love it. And I I thought, wow, that, you know, I. I knew, I mean, he knew I shouldn't have done, he, and he knew that I would not do that again. Yes. And, and yet, you know, that kind of playful thing. Well, you know, life comes around, doesn't it? Yes. Ruby? It does. Last year, my son <laughs> is throwing the baseball at the side of my garage. I can hear it. And I drive in the driveway and there's this huge hole in the window. Oh, no. I love it. And Josh, 
Now, here's my son for you. He comes in and he says, hi, Dad. I said, hello, Joshua. He says, you remember that story about you and your dad in the garage? I go, oh. okay, yeah. So, you know, learning, learning forgiveness, but also, you know, just, just learning there are some times when, yes. you know, you just know the lesson is there, don't you, Ruby? And, yeah, and, and you just have to be in, instead of preaching at that point, you just have to you know that is so beautiful. That I, that what I a what that. a le- I do too. Yeah, that that is precious. Yeah, instead of uh, him taking action and you, as you right. thought he possibly yes. would, he embraced that and yes. just that's followed right. through. Yeah, that that's, that's right. something yeah. that you will always, always remember. And so remember. I hope that you reacted the same with your son mm. in a sense. In a sense, I did you not. Did I did not throw another fastball yeah, through right. the window. <laughs> Lori was cooking dinner right there, and I knew if I did that, I'd be in, we'd both be in trouble. You know? yeah. Oh, you're teaching him bad habits, so yeah, you're just going to let him get away yeah. with that. Yeah, that's a mother for no, you. You know, the so grace beautiful. in all of it that. Is, it is teaching great. That and and again, wonderful. talking about what we were talking about earlier, uh, Elaine and Ruby, that's an unnatural response. Yeah, Our natural thing is to get mad yes. and, and get, you know, yes. but it's that supernatural uh, thing of the Holy Spirit working through us as, as dads and moms mm-hmm. that leads us to do the unnatural but the supernatural. And don't you know that Joshua will remember that oh, all I'm, of I'm his sure. life, just yeah. the way, Mike, you remember yeah. that all of your life. Tell. And yes. those are the precious, priceless gifts that fathers can pass on to their sons Absolutely. and their daughters. And, and what a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Oh, I just love those stories. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I was looking at... Um, your little plaque there that says love, a nice four-letter word. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is what was shown to you by your dad. That's right. That was love. You know, I, I just, um, uh, that's one thing, you know, uh, just doing a recap on the, the worst thing. I never talked bad about their, about their dad. Mm. Good. I, I to them. I whenever he wanted to have his children, I would have them ready, packed up, and go because I wanted that connection with them. And they know their dad loved them. Had nothing to do with you know. I've heard of a lot of uh, resentment sometimes with mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. but we have talked about it because now we're talking about kids that are fifty, forty, mm-hmm. thirty years old who reflect on their, their yes. childhood and they speak of their dad in a good way like good that. You, so Ruby. I'm this good is, for you, Ruby. This is great wisdom, yes. Ruby. Uh, when I started pastoring, you know, uh, almost 20 years ago now, uh, the blending family uh, was, was something that a lot of pastors didn't know, know a mm-hmm. whole lot about or, or how to handle. Mm-hmm. And what we learned over time, Ruby, is exactly what you're talking about. In the blending family environment, the secret to navigating through that harbor filled with jagged boulders, and it's an extreme environment, and it's just the way it is, not going to change. But the secret to success of navigating that blending family harbor is to celebrate yes. the positives Absolutely. about the outlaws. Absolutely. Isn't I it? want to just interject this one thing that I, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back for now. When we divorced many years later, my husband remarried, and he divorced. I went and stayed with him and helped him with his children, mm. took our children. You're speaking of blended. That's what brought to mind. Mm. And those children grew up to call me mother. Wow. wow. Mm. 
I, it is, it is just, I mean, you know, it's, it, it's, it's almost incomprehensible because those boys are now wonderful attorneys in the Bay Area and they think I'm mom. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's hmm. really something. So mm-hmm. out of, I'm saying out of mess, out of, um, ugliness can come such beautiful things. The mother of that, those children yes. are not in the picture. I'm the recipient of their love. Mm. They're beautiful, mm. beautiful young men. Mm. And we often tell them as attorneys that without God, so the kind of success that they desire and we want for them can only be achieved if they know the master. Yeah, See? Yeah. Because one is a criminal attorney, one mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. Uh, a litigator. Mm. Right. And the criminal attorney, oh, does he need the Lord? We all do mm-hmm. in different ways. And so we all, his dad as well as myself, oftentimes push this and remind them that success is only with God and you can only walk into those courtrooms and, you know, and we know there's a lot of jokes about, do- about lawyers, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yes, I pray indeed. that these will be lawyers that truly reflect God in their indeed. summation. Yes. Amen. And Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we've only got a little bit of time left, Ruby. And what would you like to say? Happy Father's Day to all of our listeners. Happy Father's Day to you, Mike. I know that uh, you have plans with the family this uh, weekend with your mom and, and the kids. You know, last year Lori I even and... got a Father's Day card from my dog. From your dog. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My dog sent me a father, and, and every, yeah. Father's wonderful. Day card. That Wasn't is, that cool? That is very cool. Yeah. And, uh, we just want to wish John just walked in, yes, our Energizer John. Bunny here. We want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. And, and Ruby, thank you for joining us. We uh, just love you, sweet sister. And Thank you, you for having me. Uh, you must come back and join us again. God be the blessings from him to have that happen then I will be here with little bells on. Oh, you got it. And thank you, dear friends, for listening. We wish you a happy Father's Day all around the world, wherever you are. And join us again next time. <laughs>